This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, we're back. Good morning. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071, everything entertainment. Steve is trying to be a rock star. What are you talking about? I see you licking your guitar. I have to compliment the chef. Thank you. I was licking the guitar strings, by the way. My bad. Anyway, Hannah. Steve. Made baklava. No. It's so good. Oh, baklava. I just feel like I ate a pound of brown sugar. Baklava is very, very good. It's very good. She said it It took her all day to make it. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. It's very pretty. Think of everything else she had going on yesterday, too. Yeah, like texting people and going, sorry. Steve. Steve, learn this TikTok dance or no one will think you're relevant. <laughs> you're choosing. <laughs> um, well, that's baklava. What a wonderful. Talk about treats that you don't eat often and every time you do, they're just outstanding. Mm-hmm. Baklava is right there. You know what? Biscotti. I know you love biscotti. I, biscotti. You know, it's only for dunking. Here's what I think I should do. I think I should get almond biscotti. Mm. And I should just have it on like Friday mornings. Yeah. Because what I do is I have multiple pieces of biscuit when I have it. And I'm making a biscuit. I got to put this guitar down. Um, that's but, what we were all thinking. <laughs> Rocco, you wanted more of it, didn't I do. you? I like I like. Well, save it for the campfire. Do you want me to bring it to Project Down and Dirty? And then I can play the guitar. Kenny yeah. can... Does he, he sing, probably? Yeah, but we're not hanging out. We're not, does. like, rooming together or anything. I'm thinking about packing up my dog. No, no. Listen to me. Thinking about packing up my dog and getting an Airbnb. Hmm. Down in Hastings. You know, it's going to be a 50, about a 45-mile trek for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Okay. But I think that's a great idea for you. I don't know if you should do the dog thing. Maybe, how about this? Leave the dog at the mansion, at the estate as it is. <laughs> And then you just go. That's a good idea, though. Project Down and Dirty is construction this year, by the way. Project Down and Dirty construction. We're going to be at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings, Minnesota. It's going to be great, which is almost Wisconsin, by the way. It's like right, it's like kissing cousins with yeah. Wisconsin. 
And we're going to be playing with his big power equipment and cranes and bulldozers and all sorts of things. It's going to be great. You should do it, Donna. Why are you encouraging me? I'm a little suspicious. No, 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 no. You think you're going to come back to a mm, graffiti house? Not me. <laughs> Just do it. Because cause, cause YOLO, Donna. Because you, you can find one that's reasonable. You can afford it. It'll be a fun adventure to your to the getaway. It'll bring in content for the show. Might be mm, able to expense I like it. that. And then, uh, you know, Amy will like that because you're talking about it. And then we'll have you living nearby in an Airbnb. You'll have me commuting some 50 miles to and fro each day to get there. It'll be a wonderful juxtaposition. Okay. I'll look into it. Thank you. Do they have water in Hastings? Listen, I think so. I haven't taken a vacation in at least six years, maybe seven. What? Maybe eight. Well, it depends on how you define a vacation. Well, I define define a vacation as laying on the beach. Everything else is a trip. Oh, oh. So, but like South Dakota, you got away last year, went on a road trip with some friends. Yeah, but that but, was like, you know, you're tired because you're driving and then, sure. yeah, I mean, it's, I'm looking at uh, 40 minutes for myself, which isn't so bad. It's just the morning commute that sucks. Sure, sure. Um, you know... I think this is a great idea. My sister and brother-in-law just came back from a Mexico vacation. And there is something special about being, you know, in a spot where it's ocean. I think few things in nature heal quite like the ocean does. There is something awe-inspiring. I feel like you see God in the ocean. It's yeah. just it's just too big, too massive, too beautiful, too frightening, all of it, to not be moved. Um, however, when you go to other places... You do see other things. I'm going to send you a a video. You love little animals, Donna. I do. I'll send you and Rocco both uh, this video. Okay. And it is of an animal that they encountered at this Mexican Playa del Carmen mm-hmm. resort. Okay. And uh, tell me if you've ever seen this thing before. It's a very, very peculiar looking animal. Who are you sending it? I just uh, texted it to you both. Okay. So just okay. give it a second we'll for it to descri- go through. Is it the Cabo, what do you call it? It's the called a Coachabra. <laughs> yeah, Chupacabra. It's a. Uh, it's called a Coati. A co- not a Coyote. A Coati. And it's very peculiar. And it ended up going and uh, eventually just getting a piece of bread off one of their plates right there. They were eating sort of outside. And it took it right That looks like a duck. Plate. I wonder duck? if I sent the right video no, or if it. you do have the video you sent me is like like a quarter of an inch tall. Well, I saw it. It's Rock got a long tail. It looks kind of like a lemur or something. It's like a duck. That's the scariest thing you've said to me yep, in a while. It still looks Donna. like a duck. Oh, that's a tail. I thought it was its neck. Oh, okay. Lord in heaven. Oh, yeah. it's cute. What is it? It's like raccoon like. I thought Coati. you might like it. I wish I could see it better. It's like it's like a raccoon who went to college. Huh. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in Mexico. Very quickly, uh, Squid Game, the game that is horrifying everyone. I don't know when I'm going to be able to watch it again because my parents are staying at my house now until uh, Thursday morning. Why can't you watch it with them? That's First of all, it's not their jam. They're not going to like it. Second of all, well, we're on episode... Well, they in a hotel, right? Hey, That's Donna. That's what I would tell my family. Donna. It's episode five. <laughs> I'm just kidding, So I don't Kev. want them to jump in midstream. But, uh, so I, we won't be able to pick it up again until Friday. 
This music is so wonderful in Squid Game. It is good. I do like the music, I will say. But now what are they selling from Squid Game? Oh, sorry. Oh, yes, those little candy discs. Okay, so if you haven't watched Squid Game uh, that everybody seems to be watching right now, there's an episode where contestants have to cut shapes out of these little candy discs called Belgona. Which is really hard because they're so brittle. And yes. oh my gosh, that they'll die if they don't cut those. Yeah, yeah, it is so anxiety inducing. If you can't complete a task, you die. Well, there's a candy maker in Seoul who uh, makes those candies. And now, thanks to the show, he can't keep up with the demand. Wow. He can barely go home anymore because people are lined up outside the shop when it opens. He's selling oh more than 500 of them a day where he used to sell less than 200. Oh, yeah. So and that's nice for his business. Smoke them while you got them, too. You yeah. Know? I got to see what these look like. What are they called again? I don't know. They're these, imagine almost like a gingerbread, like thin gingerbread. And then imagine there's a shape in the middle, a heart or a beach ball. And then you have to carve around it without breaking the shape in the middle. Oh, and wow. it is anxiety-inducing. And if you lose, you are eliminated. Oh, they look delicious. Um, hey, how about this? How about you get some of that? Caller 7. Yeah, let's Ooh. do this. Give us a call right now, 651-641-1071. You will win a pair of tickets to the Minnesota Wild home opener. Yeah. Uh, these are expensive tickets, friends, so call yourself right about now, 651-641-1071. When we come back, got a couple of studies to get into. Good luck. Call now. We'll be right back. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Who do we have to congratulate, Rocco? Her name was Cheryl Rudy. Cheryl! Cheryl way to go, she girl. She was caller seven. She's going to the Wild Home Opener on October 19th. That's, That's fantastic. so exciting. You Ooh. know, uh, the Timberwolves have their preseason opener tonight at home. It's it's getting sporty wow. everywhere. Wow, oh, that's, that's great. The Vikings played yesterday in downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. How'd they do? They okay. lost it. The Twins finished their season yesterday in downtown Minneapolis. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at the you. Downtown Minneapolis. So oh. the Vikings are one and three, huh? Yeah, you know, a lot of people are saying, hey, they're just a play or two away from being, you know, 4-0. That's the nature of sports, Wait, my friends. what do you mean? Well, because game one, they, you know, they had a controversial fumble when they were driving. Game two, they missed a, you know, a field goal to win it. Game four, they, you know, there was a missed pass interference okay. call in the end zone. So you, know, you just said they're one and three, which means one mm-hmm. win. Right? Correct. Okay, so how could they be close to a four and zero? Because if just any you, of those little oh, things were gone, like, give way. it one more. Yeah. Okay, I see. Joke. I get give it. it away sport now. jokes. Give it no, no. away now. It wasn't a joke. Oh, he was actually just explaining to you that we were just there were just a couple of crucial plays that if they went the other way, it's easy to comprehend how the Vikings could be four and zero. It's a thin, razor-thin margin often between winning and losing. Just like last night, Tom Brady, all eyes were on him last night against going against the New England Patriots for the first time, traveled back to New England, playing against his former team and his former coach, who they, he enjoyed six Super Bowl victories with, and had that field goal that New England kicked, essentially with time expiring, more or less, had it not nailed the upright, boom, and bounced out, Tom Brady would have lost last night, but instead, he ends up winning. It's always so close. Winning, winning, I'll do it again. It's always so close, winning and losing. Not always. Let's <laughs> talk. I want to watch football with you some Sunday. 
I want to watch the Red Zone channel with you some Sunday to see. I bet you'd be enraged by the end of it. And by the end of it, I mean about 11 minutes in. I guarantee you I would be on my laptop only half listening. No, but if we just, no, it's just you and the Red Zone channel. Because what the Red Zone channel does is it takes you where the action is. It's me. As a television show. Oh, it's all over the place. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's go- checking in on many games. Exactly. Oh, only, was... But only if something exciting is going on. Correct. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. Studies have yes, shown that many... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have, have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Alrighty. I know you have a study, and I also have a study. My study is very useful, actually. Okay. And yours is dumb. Okay. I'm better than you. Just so you know, (laughs) in the same way that Donna says this is a useful tip, is in the same way that one time on this show, she genuinely said... Watching Dateline is like watching self-help for her. It's her kind of self-help because then you learn what kind of crimes are taking place. Well, you learn like what not to do or or how to protect yourself in certain ways and what to be aware of, what to be wary of. Thank you. More on that in a moment. (laughs) Do you want to start with my stupid thing or your riveting thing? Go ahead. Make it short. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you are born in my side. I know. The average couple spends only four hours a day in the same room every day. That's probably why they're still together. Oh, Dangerfield. <laughs> A recent survey in the UK found that that's all you get. This does not include sleeping, we assume, although in the same study, 17% of couples said that they don't sleep in the same bedroom, often because of snoring. On a typical weekday, couples spend seven and a half hours in the house at the same time, but only 57% of that time is in the same room. And on weekends, couples spend nine hours in the house together, but only 60% of that time is actually together. How do you uh, fall in this survey study? We would probably be probably pretty similar to that, I guess. Maybe four, maybe, maybe five. But there's a lot of you go one direction with a kid. I'm down in the basement now. You're putting this one to bed and then going to get a shower. I'm in the living room now. I think there's, yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of separate time. And, you know, some some nights, too, are good. It's fun when we like sit and watch something together. And it's also fun when she's like, I'm going to put on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. And I say, great, I'm going to go downstairs and play Fortnite. That's perfect. See you in an hour. I love it. Oh, okay. I love it. So- All right, ladies and gentlemen, get out your journals, your vision boards. Donna's about to share a really helpful tip. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <sighs> Sorry. There are three times of day with the most kidnappings. Oh, my sweet Jesus. This is useful, Steve. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children said... That these are when abductions are most likely to happen, okay? okay? In general, they're more likely on a weekday than on weekends. But there are three times 
that are very specific that you need to remember. The first two make sense. Number one is between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. That is when most kids are on their way to school. So they are less likely to be with an adult, right? Mm -hmm. Waiting for the school bus, depending on the age, walking to school. Mm -hmm. After school Mm -hmm. is number two, three and 4 p.m. And then finally, they say between 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. That is right after dinner for most people when kids might be outside playing without supervision. One of the top tips they give parents is do not let your kid walk to and from the bus stop alone. As a matter of fact, did you guys see that video of the kid coming back to school? There was um, uh, somebody who tried to lure this this um, young man into his SUV and he came back and you can see him on the whatever the surveillance camera that the, you know, the home has a ring camera or one of those or a nest because uh, he did the right thing. He ran away. Exactly um, if you can't be there to pick them up, try to set up a buddy system. So they walk home with another kid, mm-hmm. another parent that, you know, yes. picks them up, that type of thing. So that is all. I know it's a downer, but this stuff happens. And it's our our duty to talk about abductions on this show. Handed down from management. Right. <laughs> I just love Rocco. that you offered this. Yeah, Rocco, what welcome to my hell. This is important information. I don't care. I don't care. What Tomorrow she's going to have a list of like places you're most likely to get stabbed, <laughs> where most drownings occur. I get it. I know that it's Listen, out there. We can be a balance of fun and useful information. Yet I come in here with something from a self-help book, and she acts like I'm suddenly oh, spreading the God. flu. She comes in with your abduction alert. Why don't we take a break? Uh, when we come back, Money Monday. Things you got to be doing with your money in the month of October. Ooh. Which we're in. Talk okay. about it. When we come back. Bye-bye. On My Talk. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, wait a second. What? Today's Monday, isn't it? And it ain't just any Monday. You got come it. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Well, everybody, welcome to October. What day is today? October what? Four. Nice, Donna. Thanks, Steve. Only 27 more of these, and then it's November. <laughs> Back to you, Donna. (laughs) It's a joke. It's not even Halloween yet. I know. So here are some things that you might want to be doing here in the month of October to get your money ready. And then Donna is going to go full scare tactic with us after my story. Okay. Telling you about what's gone, what you're too late to get. Okay. Um, Parents, especially if you have older kids, get ready for the FAFSA. You know what the FAFSA is? Yeah. What does it stand for? Do you is know it, is? it like a is it like a um a student loan? Yeah, kind of. Okay. It's a free application for federal student aid. Uh, got it. Okay. I believe is what that stands for. I used to have to talk about it all the time when I was an admissions counselor. Thanks for never asking about that part of my journey. You're welcome. 
Uh, but anyway, the that application opened up on October 1st. So if you have kids who are planning to attend college in 2022, fill out the application. You got to do it. Opens the doors to federal student loans, grants, work study stuff. It's really, really good. It's it's the it's the way that colleges, universities are able to accurately assess what your financial need might be, and then based on that information, they can help you out. So get her done. Okay. Well, file your. Come again? Will do. Thank you. File your 2020 taxes if you haven't already. They extended. The, there's an extension deadline that generally happens every year. Last year it was extended for everybody. It's October it, 15th, I think. Donna, what have you been having lunch with your financial lady? I just know things. You're on fire. Thanks, man. So now not only do you know when you're most likely to get abducted, but you also know when your late tax deadline would be and it is october 15th which is coming up quick so if you ask for the extension and you got it you need to file before october 15th okay don't let that date pass you by what happens if you don't you get executed executed squid game squid game style which is pretty cool um also not a bad idea to observe world mental health day by spreading the word about affordable therapy options, which is pretty cool. It's just a word to the wise. Look that up, talk to friends, let them know, maybe put a post out on social. Hey, there are a bunch of affordable therapy options that are out there, and if you feel like you need someone to talk to, you should do it. Thank you. You're welcome, Donna. And this may be the most sexy one of them all. Prepare your heart for Medicare open enrollment. We're about to start getting the open enrollment oh, I emails. I hate this time of year. It's so annoying. No, it's fun. No, it's terrible. It runs from October 15th through December 7th. And this is when you can start figuring out like, okay, and, and that's the Medicare open enrollment. Your own place of work and their open enrollment hours usually happens, I think like late October to early November, something like that. And by the way, if you haven't yes. taken advantage of your vision coverage, that VSP, there you get a goes. free pair of glasses every year. Yes. And if you've had laser surgery, you get a free pair of sunglasses valued up to a certain dollar amount. But Really? Yes, quick. Quick. Uh-huh. I had lasers on my eyes. Yeah. I don't have these sunglasses. Well, go and get them. Quick. Thank you. Can I just go to like the sunglass hut and then send in the receipt to VSP? Yes. Really? Usually you don't even have to send in the receipt. They just look it up for you. I think you do if you had your surgery a while ago. If you had your surgery a while ago. I had it eight years ago. Okay, so you just need to get um, some kind of form from your doctor or show the receipt for your LASIK. Oh, yeah, that's a receipt I kept when I got it in New Mexico eight years ago. All right, well, just call them and say, hey, can you give me proof of my surgery? Also, you should start saving money for holiday shopping. Or go and get your eyes checked and the doctor will not be able to tell. Thank you. You should work in our benefits department in HR. That's what I was thinking. If you were a celebrity guest speaker to sort of just amplify the speech a little bit, that'd be nice. Thanks, Steve. Also, Facebook was uh, under the microscope last night. 
on 60 Minutes. I'm going to watch this tonight. My dad is a real don't trust anyone in the world of technology kind of a guy. Yeah, me too. I mean, he all is but wearing a foil hat. He's mm. just, he doesn't like Siri. He doesn't like any of these things. At what point like... did you stop trusting your dad? Uh, on these matters within the last five years. Okay. Yeah, he's just, there are a lot of, lot of areas of my life that I go to him for guidance. His view on technology is, I mean, he's all but wielding a sword. It's pretty aggressive. You would get along with them just fine in this yep. regard because you're like online banking. I don't know Venmo, not me. Whereas I'm like, whatever. Just you are. You have all my information. If my identity gets stolen, what am I going to be able to do to stop it? Good point. Facebook was put under the microscope. They had a whistleblower who revealed her identity last night, and uh, on 60 Minutes. And so you can probably go and find this online today. She revealed her identity and said that there were times, especially like leading up to the January 6th um, insurrection that happened earlier this year, that there have been times when Facebook just flatly, according to her, prioritized engagement over making sure that it was the spread of correct information as, as opposed to the spread of incorrect information. Sure. I feel like we saw this in that movie or that docuseries, right? Face uh, The Social Dilemma. Right. Yes. Yeah, you saw shades of that. But this is a whistleblower revealing her identity. I believe she's going to be uh, on Capitol Hill tomorrow, continuing to tell her stories from working very high up at Facebook and saying, look, they want an engagement. Why bring it up during Money Monday is engagement is how Facebook makes its money. The more deeply committed people are and active users they are, it changes the way that they're able to sell to advertisers and change the price that advertisers then need to pay to get access to that group of people. That's how an advertiser determines, oh, is this a successful ad campaign or not? You look at the engagement. Mm -hmm. And so she's saying, we just flatly compromised at Facebook and said, we want engagement more than we want to make sure that the information is right. The problem being, everybody get their money, that's fine. But social media is such a new, relatively new beast and freedom of speech is so difficult to navigate. If you're in other countries where freedom of speech is not a thing, it's easy. They just shut it down. They block it. They'll shut off Twitter. They'll have a state-run social media, which allows you to say only what they allow you to say. Uh, it, it's tricky in the within the waters of free speech that we have here. It's, a, it's an American problem, and I suppose a good one to have. But, boy, the stakes are high when it comes to this. So I'll be watching that uh, tonight. Okay, thank you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our doomsday preparer, Donna Valentine, with a tip. Okay, what was I going to give you a tip on? This is about going to the store and not seeing what you need. Yeah, okay, so here's the deal. There are some potential shortages coming our way, okay? All right. Because um, they vary from week to week. Like in some instances, suppliers have discontinued like varieties to concentrate on their best selling items to meet a higher demand. But here are a few potentially strained grocery store items. Canned goods. Aluminum availability is still a concern. So it may be more difficult to find those canned, ready-to-eat items on store shelves. This applies to some canned drinks as well. Then we've got meat and poultry. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. 
Mm. Uh, they're seeing a shortage with fresh product like turkeys for Thanksgiving, fresh fish, center cut steaks like ribeye and porterhouse. So just be aware that canned goods and meat and poultry. I My roomie went to Costco oh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Not one roll of toilet paper. Wow. Not one. A word to anyone hearing that though. Last Don't time panic. we Yeah, last time we the shortage was caused due to panic buying. This time it has to do with shipment those big con- shipping containers that are stalled on the right. west coast cuz they don't have enough truck drivers to exactly. then actually deliver them out. So breathe in, breathe out and buy a bidet. There you go. Oh, by the way, my parents bought a garage door. Oh. Available in 5 months. Oh, I ordered a garage door a while ago. It will not... Well, they told me in July that I can't get it till November. Man. Come to find out, I didn't actually order it. So who knows? Maybe it'll come in the spring. Uh, Crazy, man. Furniture right now, too. Really, really long lead times with furniture. It's it's pretty crazy. It's a bummer, but Uh, you know. You know what still is two-day shipping, though? A four-pack of Mr. Bubble bath milk, which I just ordered on Saturday and should be arriving today. Why? Relaxation. Does it have the Mr. Bubble face on the front? It does. That's great. It smells fantastic. And boy, what a journey I went into. Amazon bubble bath reviews. There are plenty. There are pictures. None of them are naughty. They're, but they're like creepy. It's like people... Creepy and entertaining. Just showing you, wow, look at how many bubbles. Some of these things are really producing a lot of bubbles. Really? Overflowing bubbles. I love it. All the bubbles. Thanks. Let's take a look. All right, we should go. All right, that's a good call. We'll come back, though. Just for one more segment. Donna? Yep. I have a bunion. Okay. I would like to cover my bunion, but just my bunion. Donna has a Japanese company that has created a solution, <laughs> a sock solution, for just that. We'll also listen to maybe the best commercial ever for a dentist office. That when we return, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. A Japanese company has done something very cool. To honor they, they the do big, cool stuff. They yes, do cool stuff. They do. In Japan. They, they really did this do. to honor your big toe. Nice. So this is a. I don't know why there's a need for this. Okay, so the company is called Tabio, and they designed this tiny sock that's just for your big toe. It's a small thimble-like cloth mm. sock called the <laughs> Oya Yubi sack. So why do you need this sock for your big toe, you ask? Yeah, I have a reason, but go ahead. Okay, well, your big toes have a harder nail than the mm. others, and it occasionally gets caught on the fabric of socks and pantyhose. Queen. Fake problem. Sometimes it's, you know, just a very, very, very brief inconvenience, and other times I guess it snags the materials. So you put on the... Oh, yeah, you be sack. And then you put your socks or pantyhose over that and it stays on well and it's comfortable and it's made of a special material that is, it has like a antibacterial deodorizing property. Hmm. 
they're only available in black right now. So if you're wearing anything light colored, your toe is going to show through. But could you imagine just like a a romantic experience with your lover? <laughs> I gotta see what this looks like. I'm looking at it, and it's just oh, if it was fuck. the last thing that was, you know, on. Oh yay! You be sack. I would like it to just cover my big disgusting toe. Because it's all uh, get curved it. and everything, mine. I, you know, I get this. Like, oh. what if you have like an ugly, like, uh, you know, nail? Sure, <laughs> like yeah. A, a, what yeah. do you call it? A fungus. The, with the guy on the commercial, that germ, yeah, germ, the guy who dermatite tries, or whatever. Yeah, dermaphrodite. Dermaphrodite. <laughs> so. Oh gosh. But imagine though, you know. Getting cozy, or even you just sit down and watch a movie, and first time, you know, you're watching a movie together. She goes to take her shoes <laughs> off, takes off these little booties, pulls her socks off, and then there's still one little sock on her big toe. It's just, oh no, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, the Japanese does some pretty cool stuff. I'd like to go to Japan. Koreans I'd like to... too. Yes, a lot of really. Think outside the box kind of stuff. Yeah, I heard about game? this thing in, in Korea. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> like if you like, let's say you're down and out. And you owe like you, you know people a lot of money. Oh, here yeah, we go. you can get out of it. What are you talking about? Yeah, like you let's say Steve. Let's say you're a gambler, Donuts. right? All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You owe like a billion won to somebody, right? Won. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. You can go to this like weird secluded island uh-huh. and play children's games oh, and, yeah. and eliminate your debt. I don't think there's any negative aspect to this story at all. No, except no, getting killed. Okay. What? Donna. Yeah, if you're an opportunist, that seems like a way out and a fun exercise too, just to see if you're any good at the at the games. Um, is there a show that I could watch that kind of documents that? <laughs> I according to this, there they did. It. There's a documentary on it on Netflix okay. called Squid Game. And this is the kind of like round up the whole family and <laughs> just bring the kids. Okay. Do Red not light. let your kids in the room when Squid Game is on. So where are we? You're. I'm still after. I'm still on number three, Steve. You're on I believe five. I'm early episode five. Okay. And Donna gave up after one. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I can watch that. It stresses me out just talking about it. We did get an email from one of our. Friends, was it from Becca? You know the cookies, you know yeah. the candies. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you supposed to? So there's a candy that's like a disc, and it has mm-hmm. a design in the middle. Mm-hmm. Imagine like a very thin gingerbread cookie. Like if you cut the th- the thickness of a gingerbread cookie in like to just thirty three percent, that's sort of the thinness. And in the middle of that cookie might be. A heart, let's say. So okay. then your goal in that game is to take a sharp instrument and then you carve around the heart. And the goal is to not break any of the heart while separating the rest of the cookie from the heart design in the middle. But if any any part of that shape in the middle cracks, then you would be eliminated from the game. This is horrifying. So she sent us an email with... The print symbol in the middle. <laughs> so basically, you'd have to cut around that, right? <laughs> yeah. And just leave the symbol. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing what they do with these. Again, Squid Game, very disturbing. I'm not recommending it, but I'm just saying within it, there are some really weird... It's it's crazy how they can 
just turn up the anxiety and the stress level of the viewer simply by turning up the stakes. So any game now, it doesn't matter if the game's interesting or not, if the other option is you might die, suddenly any game is interesting, even red light, green light. I mean, even like Simon Says, think of like Simon Says, not that they do this, but like Simon Says or Mother May I, like a game like that, if the option was if you get it wrong, you die. Right, or that Heads Tails game Yes, that they do at charity events. I've been to an auction before. Mm Mm-hmm. So I got to get back in, but I got to wait for the parents to leave. We're winding down every night with Discovery Plus stuff. No demo, Reno. That's a false title for the show. I'll talk about it tomorrow. Um, Unsellable Houses, interesting show. Fixer Upper, Welcome Home, the new Chip and Joe show, back after a few years away from television. Nice. Boy, they've got wicked good taste. And you know what? Two episodes into that Fixer Upper, Welcome Home, haven't seen a single thing of Shiplap. She's not just, she's, I think she's trying to show she's not just. She's not a one-trick pony. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Now a commercial that we'll listen to that'll have you wishing you lived in Toledo, Ohio. (laughs) There is a commercial on their airwaves right now uh, for a dentistry spot called John Frankel Dentistry. It's in Toledo. And here is uh, what it sounds like. I wish more commercials sounded like this. Get up, step out, be bold, be brave. Just remember, Dr. Frankel wants to see your smile. That Bravo! That was really good. Isn't that cool? And it's super cheesy and 80s in its look. I love it. It's just great. It's just I really great. I love it. I love it. I freaking love it. You know what I'm trying to do right now, by the way? Um, just to be vulnerable. I... Uh, d- I want to guess. Okay. Uh, you're learning <laughs> how to floss properly. No. Um, you want to get a tooth sock for your bad tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to whiten my brown tooth. Hashtag brownie. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. That's so I, funny. I got an individual whitening thing that you can just... Like you brush put, it on? Yeah, more or less. And I'm trying to resurrect it. And then I'll do a full whitening thing. And then maybe, just maybe, sometime in the not-too-distant future, I'll get Invisalign. Because let me tell you, this cinematic mode on this new iPhone video, I'll be darned. It is really showing... Let us see your weird tooth. It's really showing up. Yeah, because I used to have a brown tooth, and I eventually just got rid of it. Just cap it or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not good. What are you doing? Get What's wrong that with that thing? Pull that. Did you have a, did you have a traumatic tooth? <laughs> Everybody says, you know, I've had multiple people say to me, is it's like it a brown piece of corn. or it's is like, it dead? That might be a dead tooth. It's not dead. Could be dead. I don't know. Did you ask a dentist? Yeah. Talk to this guy in Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Frankel? Yeah. Dr. Frankel. Let's see you. It's a brownie. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley are next. <laughs> yeah, I'd get it's that. probably going to get better. No, don't. Okay. Um, right. We're going to take a break. No, we're going to leave. Yeah, we're going to take a break All for right. 21 hours. All right, we'll see you we'll tomorrow. We'll be back tonight. Bye-bye.